Welcome to Sound Off WKNC's daytime music podcast, where we discuss some of the latest news and do uh, reviews of brand new albums. I guess some of the hottest albums. I like to change up the intro every week, mostly because I forget it. I'm uh, Michael Jones, also known as DJ Ones, and uh, with me, I'm Sean England or DJ Shorty Shorts. Honored to be in here for the third time. Third time, and uh, also with the shorts check, the answer is yes. He's in fact wearing shorts. Not only because the weather is beautiful. But well, I'm that's just, uh, just a, right now. Just a shorts wear. That's true. It's very true. But uh, that's fair enough. Uh, we have a lot of good content in store for you today. We're going to be taking a look at PJ Harvey's latest album a little later on. But before we do that, let's jump into some news. Uh, just the first thing I want to talk about is Daft Punk. You know, these crazy French electronica kids, they're, they're partnering up with Coca-Cola to do something quite interesting. And by that, I mean, they're getting their own Coke bottles. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. It's just, I'm not really too excited about it. I'm not really too interested. I think it's just another, you know, it's just, a, you know, it's publicity. It is interesting that they're that popular now. You know, they just did a complete soundtrack for the movie Tron. And now they're just doing more and more of these, you know, just connections with this huge company and they're getting their own coke bottle that's kind of well do you think there's a market for it i mean how many hipster kids are going to go out and buy their daftron uh uh, coca-cola well i guess that's true i guess in the same way that i feel i'm just not not too excited about it i don't don't know what the general opinion it's kind of a it's it seems like an odd time it would have made a little more sense if there was more of a tie-in to tron there was a lot of stuff that they were getting like a lot of merchandise that was coming out that was Daft Punk related when Tron hit stores or uh, hit, hit the uh, theaters and uh, that kind of line of merchandising for that movie is, you know, Disney's trying to make some more money, but a Coca-Cola bottle. And I mean, if you look at the bottles that the design is showing, it's really minimalist. You're not really going to take away that this is Daft Punk or this is a Daft Punk sponsored type of thing. Yeah, I totally agree. I, uh, yeah, they, it's, it's honestly, it just seems kind of boring. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's just so irrelevant. Why? I mean, why are they doing such a thing? It looks like it's really, if if I can play like Miss Cleo, I mean, I might very well be wrong as Miss Cleo is, but uh, I don't see this. I don't see this making any significant impact for Coca-Cola. If anything, it might just be a massive bomb or I could be completely wrong and uh, this creates like a cult following among kids that love electronica and Coca-Cola at the same time. But that market, uh, I don't think they're going to spend that much money on some some Daft Punk sponsored bottle. Really change uh, the phrase, you know, bring some Coke to the party. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> damn you, Shining. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> Let's just move on. I think that's <laughs> okay. a good place to to move on from there. Uh, up next, let's talk about something that MTV is doing. Yes, they're doing something music related. Who would have thought? No, really, it's, uh, it's kind of outrageous. It's kind of it's exciting. It's it's fun. I and I think it shows more than anything that really, if they're gonna make some type of model within the music scene, it's gonna be online. And uh, what MTV started doing is putting out. This uh, super video series. I think so far they have two videos out right now. Uh, the latest one is a cult video of, uh, I think it's Go Outside, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, it is, it's go outside. So what they're doing is they're bringing in these directors and not like like mediocre. I mean, they're bringing in pretty sizable names to direct music videos about uh, good bands with kind of fun songs. And they're bringing in some, I don't want to say B-list, but maybe not the highest of high celebrities, but they're bringing in people that are noticeable to record something that's creative and uh, is different. Yeah, I really, uh, I loved this Colts video. Uh, and I really love the idea. It's, uh, I don't know, I guess you're right. MTV, it's just weird how MTV is, and it's it's kind of cool that they're not, you know, using these huge names because I feel like uh, MTV can just have kind of that uh, commercial feel. And the fact that it's kind of these these famous people but not outrageously famous people and with these really good songs but not with outrageously famous bands. Yeah, I think I think the people that are in the videos are catering to the audience that would listen to the band anyways. So there's some relatability no matter what, and I think that makes it even more relevant than anything else. And uh, it's really exciting what's going on here. Overall, I just really like the video. I I think it's 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 uh it's interesting how well it relates to uh, some of my uh, television and movie experiences. I really like to get locked in and just get really uh, taken away and involved with it. So I I thought it was pretty cool how. How he he kind of had this vision, and the song just goes well with the video. Yeah, if anything, I think this gives a lot of creative freedom back to these directors, and that's a going to make this a more compelling, a, a kind of an experiment. If anything, um, I I highly recommend watching the Colts go outside video. It's really charming, um, and it's it's nicely put together because it's professionals doing it. It's not just some kids that thought, hey, let's let's go play any bands that we really like uh i i have a un i don't know unequivalent love for music videos i love talking about them uh because i'm i'm really visual in that sense i like to see somebody's idea for what uh, a song means to them and uh, in this case it fits really well and i think it fits also really well with the other track that was done which was an lcd sound system track uh, i was a bit of an abbreviated one of that I mean, the song itself is eight minutes, but they cut it down to about four. But uh, it's an interesting direction. I'm I'm excited to see what else is is coming up, and I hope there's a lot coming up for that matter. Yeah, I uh, I have to admit, when I heard the name Super Video, I got a little. Uh, I guess my my idea of what was going to of what they were gonna do was was a little let down, but uh. What they what what they ended up coming out with, I I enjoyed maybe more than what I thought they were gonna do with like, I don't know. I guess I assumed that it was gonna be a long video with like almost a TV show about yeah. these songs. But um, I have to admit I didn't really like the pow pow one, not really because of the video, but because of that's just not my favorite track from that album. Uh, but that could also, uh, you know apply to the fact that maybe they're going to try and uh, choose some really different songs to cover a few genres. Yeah, definitely. I think of anything with the Pow Pow track, it really kind of fits the aesthetic of the album overall. The kind of hazy dance type of setting I uh, with 
like going out on the town type of idea. Yeah. And then there's that kind of uh, new wave romanticism that's in the the cults video as well. So uh, it's just talented directors that really makes me happy about this because some people can just do boring, very static uh, music videos, and it happens a lot. But hopefully, you know, this is something more dynamic. Uh, talking about the super videos thing, it's a really corny name, don't you oh, think? Oh, definitely. So there's a bit of hesitation on my part, and I think that could go on to affect them in other ways as other people are also hesitant to check out super videos. Whoa. Uh, yeah. That's what the sound you make. Oh, no, uh, super videos. Well, uh, I also, I guess I was let down by the LCD sound system video because I saw it after I just saw this uh, Dance Yourself Clean video with the Muppets, <laughs> and it is awesome. So <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I wasn't properly judging the, maybe. the pow just, pow. Yeah. But, it is. It's a cool concept. Super video is kind of a lame name, but but still pretty cool. Yeah, we're moving a bit quickly this week, but we're we're busy people at the moment. So uh, let's just dive right into our review. So this week we are reviewing uh, the latest album from PJ Harvey. Uh, let me. Just, I'm going to pull up all the info about it, so uh, that you all be so informed, because that's what we're here to do: inform you of our opinions. It's uh let England shake. Uh so Sean England, let's just let's get right into it. What are your initial impressions of PJ Harvey's Let England Shake? Well, the first time I heard PJ Harvey was in her collaboration with John Parrish and uh their song Black Hearted Love and I loved it. It was just uh like kind of dirty and gritty and just uh just a really good song and I immediately uh, fell in love with PJ Harvey and I looked into some stuff and uh, everybody, every video that I saw, just all these artists talked about how much they enjoyed working with PJ Harvey. And I really, I really love this album, Let England Shake. I, uh, I know our music director thinks it's the album of the year already, but I just think it's, it's simple in the, in the time of a lot of bands trying to be too innovative and letting their innovation kind of obscure their music. I think this is just uh, purely PJ Harvey making the music that she thinks is the best music. And uh, I mean, there are times where it's just just some gainy guitar and some light percussion and maybe some PJ Harvey vocals. And it's awesome. I like almost every track. And uh, it's it's pretty cool you know, there's the obvious influence of of uh, her English heritage, uh, you know, in the album title and in, in a lot of the uh, track titles, Let England Shake. She refers to it in The Last Living Rose, The Glorious Land. Uh, even in track seven, she says, I will live and die by England or in England or something. But it's a... Uh, I connected with this with this album a lot and I heard a lot of tracks that I believe I will be enjoying greatly for uh a lot a lot of years. <laughs> oh. That's quite the profound statement. Uh I I do agree that it's it's very minimalist in a way but and uh I'll agree that it's a, it's a good album. Now, one thing that I will make the case for is that uh not everybody is necessarily going to like this because the aesthetic is kind of creepy at times and maybe yeah. that's just her natural voice 
But some people are going to love it and some people just won't care at all. Um, because the aesthetic is kind of abstract in some regards. It's not too poppy. Uh, it, it is sort of minimalist. I mentioned that, you know, and you mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, outside of that, she does a couple of things that annoy me from time to time. I don't really get the point. Like, uh, just random noises and tracks. Hmm. Like, I think there's the, uh, the starting horn like a like a horse race yeah yeah that was really interesting i i kind of heard that and looked around and was trying to find the the outside source for it i was yeah. looking for the horse race i yeah. thought maybe there was one on hillsborough street it actually it made me think of like a fox hunt may, i bet there's a greater artistic statement that she was trying to make with that but i didn't pick up on it i'm sorry it it it, it was a little annoying if anything it just seemed unnecessary and it disrupted the flow of the track because it didn't go with the rhythm of the song at all. It just seems so out there. Like, why would she put in this random sound? It's offbeat. It's unpleasing to hear. I mean, who wants to hear that? Or whatever. That's not. That's not it. But I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, I kind of liked it. I, I mean, it definitely wasn't the most additive quality. To the song but I don't know I like I said I just think she's making the music that she like she she thinks is the best and for some reason that just spoke to her and yeah I, I I'm really, really interested in in little quirks like this that you know stand out as uh you know something significant to that person that you don't you just can't understand yeah I'm not sure she really necessarily cares about other people what other people think like us she probably doesn't care because she's 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 already made what's made her happy, and I don't think it was her intention necessarily to uh, please everybody in making this album, and I think she's fine with that, and that's completely understandable. But I think there there are elements of her aesthetic, uh, particularly her voice and kind of that minimalist feel, that is going to creep some people out to the point where they just won't they won't come back like like Mister Anglin here. Time and time again, but uh, I want to, you know, I sound like I'm just bashing on it. I want to make a couple points. Uh, there are a couple tracks that I really enjoy here. Uh, probably my favorite was the words that maketh murder because it just seems so profound and yet it was somewhat dark. And uh, uh, I mean, the creepiness rent went, I don't, creepy may not be the best word, but that kind of haunting. Uh, style Hauntings, just good. goes really well with the overall feel of that. And uh, if anything, that was my standout. Uh, let's, you know what? Let's wrap this up. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, any, yeah. Any final thoughts? I just, I, I think it's a great album. I think I could listen to it all the way through uh, in all types of circumstances. And uh, I mean, you're definitely right. Uh, it's, it's just like how James Blake didn't apply to me. Last week, this album just just hits it. Sure, and, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's a good parallel to make um, with with last week's album. But that's something that we should point out, or that I'll point out and have so far. But uh, this isn't going to strike everybody's chord the same way. Some people will like it, some people just won't, and uh, it makes sense because she goes out on a bit of a limb making the music that she wants to make, and I mean, you know, God bless her, really, but. Sometimes, I mean, it can fall short. And just speaking for me a little bit, it falls short in some places. Other places, it seems a little disjointed. But then there are these really bright moments. 
and uh, and that make it a, a pretty solid work. Definitely. Although I can't, I can't personally see myself coming back to it over and over again. But that's just me, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how music is. But I definitely, I definitely suggest wonderful. people, uh, especially listen to that song, "The Words That Maketh Murder." It's just, it's it's a beautiful track. I think, yeah, I think it's this album. I think I could suggest to anybody and just say at least try and check it out. Uh, and I wouldn't have any great expectations, but I, right. I think I think it would actually uh, hit home with with a lot of people that would be surprised by it. But it's it's just one of those albums. It's obscure. Yeah, it's it's risky. And uh, with that, let's let's bring things to a close. Uh, once again, you can always send us ideas for news articles we should be discussing, or uh, just ideas for re- albums that we should be reviewing. And the email for that is soundoff at wknc.org. Also, follow us up on Twitter. We are at WKNC Soundoff. And yes, it's being updated. Woo! Yay! I got to give you the password and all that stuff so you can okay. mess around with it later. But uh, yeah, please tweet us, follow us on, on the Twitters. Voting is still occurring. <clears throat> it is before March 1st. So That's voting right. is still occurring for the, the next time. Woodies. Yeah, and uh, we're going to take a bit of a break as spring break for us here at the glorious North Carolina State University uh, begins next what, Monday, but I mean, most of us won't be here on Friday afternoon. And that's usually when we record these. We record these on Friday afternoon. So um, for that matter, you probably won't get another sound off for maybe one or two weeks, but we'll be right back, and uh, we'll keep you updated on Twitter for with what is going on. But uh, We'll with, miss you, listeners. Yeah. I want you to know, you listening right now, I, I just think you're the coolest. Hey, hey, Bethany, you're cool. If there's a Bethany that's like listening, she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she's, seriously, Bethany, you rock. Yeah, call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to stop hitting on the people that may or may not be listening to this show. All right, and with that, uh, I'm going to try to not annoy you with my sickly voice. You might be able to tell. Just coughing constantly. It's gross. All right, let's let's bring this to an end, uh, and we will. With that, we'll sound off, as it were. Goodbye. <laughs>